Travis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't just say my name. <laughs> so you guys know Travis has like a Luigi stash right now. <laughs> He's holding Luigi. Luigi. I, from... I grew out my mustache uh, when when my wife left for the weekend, okay. and I was like, "Now's the time." <laughs> Do it because she last time last time I grew my mustache she shamed me into shaving it. Did I, can I tell you about this? Okay. Oh my gosh, it was the worst. So um, I, I I I shaved. I had a beard and I shaved it off and I had a mustache and I walked out in the living room like mm? and and Jana looks at me and goes Ugh. <laughs> disgusting. And my daughter was with her and she goes, Daddy. That's that's disgusting. <laughs> and Jaina and I was like, "Come on, it's just it's just a face. Yeah. It's just a face with hair on it." And Jaina walks out of the room, like 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 storms Bro, out of the room. She shamed you. She shamed me. But get this. Then Parker stands up. My daughter Parker stands up, looks at me, walks past me, and then stops and goes, "We don't like you." <laughs> she goes, "We don't like you because your face." <laughs> And then, and then she like walks off into her room and I sat there alone and I was like, it's not, it's not worth it. And like my, my soul was crushed and right. they, they really, it was, it was a difficult day for mustaches. They, they did it to you. So when, so, so here's the tactic. When my wife was gone this weekend, I was hanging out with my daughter and I say, uh, she was, she was like, uh, we, we were like laying in her bed and just talking about stuff. And it was like. The middle of the day, I think my son was napping. Right. Then it was just like like low key, and I was like, "Hey, do you want to shave my beard?" And she was like, "What?" <laughs> and so I got her to shave it, and like I video I video recorded her shaving, it. Yeah. and uh, and I got her like all on board, you know, excited about it, and yeah. like and like I was like asking, "Do you like it? Do you like it?" Because yeah. she did it, you know. It's like she yeah. can't say that her own handiwork is right. bad. So like I converted her, and then I wore it for two days before my wife came home. And then when my wife finally came home, it was like I had already like gotten my confidence about it because I had been wearing it for yeah. two days. And Parker, my daughter, was already on board with it. And then when Jana came home, she and she was like, she was away doing something that she enjoys. She was doing a race, right? And then and then she was grateful that I was like being a really good dad when she was gone, taking right. care. Like the house was clean. Like 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 I did this like. Like, I thought of all these points, right? It's like, the house is clean. Everything is ready. And when she got home, she was like, oh, a mustache. And I was like, yep. And she goes, I still love you. <laughs> and I'm like, win, win. win. <laughs> but, but it's funny because now that, like, the, the, that kind of battle is overcome, like, yeah. it's no longer exciting. Actually, it's, it's, it's even, it's, it's pretty horrible. Usually, like, when I'm like, out in public, like, some, like, you know, females will still look at me, right? Yeah. Because I'm not completely ugly yet. And, uh, like, I get on the train and, and, like, you know, they'll, like, be on their phone and they'll, like, look up and then pause and then look back down yeah. normally. But um, today, like, this week, I got on the train and, like, people, like, look up and down. Like, it's, like they don't even pause. Like, like it's, it's completely a turnoff to, like, most humans. It's really, really funny. Just wait till you start curling it. Oh, I don't know how long it'll last. Oh. But um, I, I have had one long before... But it was attached to a beard and right. curl it. Anyway, I wrote something for you. Right, so, okay. I'm bobbing my head. The day is long and the night is late. We're two handsome guys, but this isn't a date. So pass me that microphone. Let's talk all night and never go home. We're Trav and Lowe's. We're having a blast. <laughs> Chilling all late at night on our late night podcast. <laughs> and that's the end. You, you can't tell because... um. You know, I, it's it's just words on a paper, but the, the late night part is capitalized. Oh, is it? Well, because that's the name of the podcast. Oh. <laughs> clever, right? That's clever. <laughs> so, guys, Travis has serenaded <laughs> both you and I. <laughs> so, uh, you look good. Oh, thank you. Haircut, guys. I got the uh, I got a haircut. You look like a hipster. Do I? I thought mm-hmm. I looked like a hipster before. You you go in and out of hipsternish. Oh, do I? Yeah, it's like a thing with you. Oh, uh, 
guys. My favorite haircut was your really long hair. You mean your favorite no haircut? Oh, I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) Subtle. Subtle. The subtlety is real. Um, Yeah, because I used to like rub my fingers in your hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> that, that is true. So I'm so anxious. What's to, what are we talking about today? So let's do an intro. Oh, okay. I thought and... we did one. Oh. the guitar. <laughs> no, no. Let's do your intro. Sorry. Okay. Uh, welcome to episode seven of Late Nights with Travin Lowe's. Can't believe it's seven episodes. Seven episodes. We do this every other week, so this is like was it almost three months? It's almost three months. And guys, remember. If you're just joining us... Well, it's more than three months. It's almost four. Because mm. I'm bad at math. Oh, okay. Yeah. Travis, what's this uh, podcast about for those that are new new, new to listening? Oh, generally? Mm-hmm. This is the Late Nights with Trav <laughs> and Los. <laughs> Guys, <it's laughs> If late. you like Trav and you like Los and you like Late Nights, <laughs> this is the podcast <laughs> for you. Los and I have conversations and we record them. And sometimes they're super instructional and inspirational and, and awesome for people who like to be uh, live creative lifestyles. And sometimes they're just freaking weird. And yeah. uh, we have mixed reviews about that, but I freaking <laughs> love it. Like, I love how it's just kind of two friends talking and you, listener, are invited. We're going to talk about some awesome stuff, hopefully. Yes. So, no guys, so guys, join us. Episode 7. Um, we switch off hosting, and this is my week to host. Last, yeah. Last time, Travis hosted. Yeah, so you have to listen every other time to have the good episodes. Yes. Wait, who's the hosting Wait, the good what? ones? I'm not going to say what? it. Let's host the good ones. Oh, snap. See what I did there? I see what you did there. I was so, generous with my compliment. You were generous. Mm. It's coming back to you. Karma. Oh, good. Yeah, it's good. good. I like karmas. So today... We are going to talk about how tobacco farmers are switching to chickpeas. Okay. And why that's a lucrative business. I'm on I'm on board, whatever. Did you guys check out already? I'm talking to you <laughs> listening. <laughs> is no, that really no. the topic? No, no, that's not the topic. The okay. topic is uh, writing. Writing? Writing. It's general. Mm-hmm. Uh, the format will be a Q&A format, and I'll be asking Travis questions about writing. Oh, man. These are always <laughs> the hard episodes. I was expecting you to show up and listen to your lecture and, so, and play along with the, the, questions, so, the Q&A ones. So Travis is excited to just listen, but for this to be successful, we need Travis to be... I need to be on game. On game. All right. <laughs> writing. And we're only doing one take of this. Yeah, we've been doing... As I make poorly eye, recently, I, I contact with Travis. Huh? Um, we have we have done two, three takes before with the same content because really we, three. It was two. I think we did two takes that one time when you were sick. Oh yeah, right. And, and you were also sick. Yeah. <laughs> we did two takes. We were up to like <laughs> three in the morning that night because we weren't happy. So, Got to be happy. So here, here's why. Here's why I want to talk about writing. Mm-hmm. Is Travis. If you subscribe to Dev Tips, you'll also know that he, on his website, started writing notes. It's a weekly newsletter that he sends to uh, Travis Nielsen's subscribers. And for those weekly notes, it's a new thing that Travis has been doing. And his most recent one, uh, he left a call to action. I think that was your first one where you left a call to action. Mm -hmm. And the call to action was... To make something in three days, mm-hmm. something that wasn't planned, mm-hmm. and that was cool. It was a cool call to action. I read them, and this is, uh, and it was inspirational. And I made something in three days, and it was cool. I mean, it it, it just lit a fire under your butt. And if you subscribe and it did that to you, awesome, right? But I want to talk about the when, the how, the why of writing. Okay, for you, right? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about the notes, just writing in general. Not necessarily about the notes, but mm-hmm. just writing. Because yeah. I know you have been writing for a while. You have writing endeavors. Mm-hmm. and it's Everything some... starts with writing. Yeah. And, and I think. It, and it's something that you do. Now, these questions may or may not be in the order that they need to be. And you may answer qu- my, my other questions that are coming up. Sure. Let's just rock and roll. So, when do you write? 
Sorry, I was drinking. <laughs> and a burp. <laughs> <laughs> when do I write? Um, whenever is necessary. Uh, so basically, in the beginning of every project, whether it's a design project oh. or not. So like with a note, obviously it starts with writing. Right. But but maybe even in a more subtle way, like a visual design will start with writing. Yeah. Everything starts with writing in, yeah. in my work. Right. So <clears throat> when? Every, every all the time. Every project. Every project you write. Mm-hmm. So sometimes just to give an example of that, like so um a lot of the times I'll I'll just rough write things like Maybe it's just a list of words. Maybe they're just headlines that I'm outlining things, outlining ideas. Um, I, I'm pretty active on uh, Trello. Mm-hmm. So if I if I have an idea of like a topic for an episode of Dev Tips or a podcast or a note, I'll log the idea in Trello and then I'll in the description, I'll just throw out a few bullet points, mm. uh, things that I want to hit. Right. Um, and then, but like in in the in the more like subtle. Uh, instance of in the more but in the more subtle instance of like a a visual design where does writing come in with that Mm. well it's very similar actually because um, you have to get all of your ideas out and you're so so like making word associations making um, ideas listing things that could possibly be there trying to connect dots all creation is is about copying uh, you know, combining things and transforming things. And when you, when you can like think about ideas in their quickest, rawest form, you don't have to draw a picture. You don't have to write an essay. You, if you can just use symbols and words to like get your ideas out as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all writing. I mean, I consider wireframing an exercise in writing, if mm-hmm. I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wireframe in my notebook. I don't use, I don't use like, um, wireframing applications or anything like that, okay. like balsamic and right. that ilk. I don't use those. So you write always? Yeah. Before every project? Before every project. Has there been a time that you didn't write before a project? When did you start writing before projects? Um, I don't I don't know. I, I, it's just something you've done? It's Yeah. It, it, I, well, I feel it's kind of necessary. Mm. Like, I feel like if Some, I... Did someone teach you that? Well, um, I... I didn't graduate uh, college or so I, I don't consider myself a college educated person, but I did take a few courses mm-hmm. and one of my teachers uh, would just, he was like, your assignment is to make 50 thumbnails wow. of layout. Mm-hmm. So like we were just learning how to wireframe and mm-hmm. le- learning how to make thumbnails. Mm-hmm. Wireframing is what is not what we called it back then. So I was doing print design. Mm-hmm. It was called thumbnails. Okay. But anyway, same, same idea, right? Quick concepts. Right. And he was like, you have to do 50 of them. So, start (laughs) and uh i'm like so yeah like i i guess like being able to quickly attack an idea is always a part of of design process even from the beginning um and and again i'm grouping wireframing slash thumbnailing slash sketching in with in with writing but but even even like you'll notice in the the series i do on dev tips about about like starting Guys, that is my washer. My wife is. Uh, We're just gonna cut that out. It's doing laundry. And so, how long is it gonna go? Oh no, it's gonna go for a while. So I am going to leave this in. Really? So you guys understand that this is a late uh. night. But I am going to go turn the washer off right now. But you're gonna leave that? No, no I'm leaving this in. Cut this crap out. No, I'm leaving it. In. Whatever. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what just happened? Guys, the power just went out. The power. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we're just sitting here in the dark. Now. We're still recording though because I know we're because recording. laptops we have, have battery have battery power. <laughs> can you? Is there like a switch you can throw, like a breaker? Yeah, or something? I'm gonna I'm gonna go do that. I'm I'm leaving this in, guys. Welcome to late. Night is, <laughs> nothing is perfect. Everything is awesome. <laughs> I'm putting. Go do the breaker, and I'll sing a song. Uh, all right, you sing a song. I'll be back. Yeah. Sitting in the dark in Los's basement, he is now he's gone because the laptop uh, light is gone too. <laughs> I couldn't think of a word that rhymes with basement. Basement, lacement, 
de base debasement rhymes a lot with basement. Oh, there it is. Oh, That's bright. Back on. Okay. Um, I have a lovely bunch of coconuts. Doodly dee. There they are, standing in a row. Bum bum bum. Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. Iago, stop. <laughs> Come here. Iago, come here. <laughs> that scar from the Lion King. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Okay. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Yeah, yeah. In the jungle, my the little jungle <laughs> sleeps tonight. You know that's where I learned those lyrics. What? Well, from Lion King. That's, oh. that's the only place I'd ever lived. But but I heard there's another verse to it, and I, it's really pretty. It says, "Hush, my darling, my little darling, close oh, yeah. your eyes tonight." Hush, my darling, Hush. my little yeah. darling. Yeah, and Jimmy Fallon taught me that one. Oh. <laughs> all right, what were we talking about? We were talking about oh, so I was going to say, oh. and so you can cut all that because I'm going to pick up right where I left off. Um, if you look at the series on my channel, my YouTube channel, where I go through the creative process of starting a project, mm. I, I mean, I started with making mind maps, right? Mm-hmm. Like thinking about navigation, thinking about like writing lists about who is the audience, writing lists about who is the owner of the project, right? Understanding those people. I think every creative project starts with writing. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And, and um, the reason I want to talk about this is part selfish. And okay. I hope you guys that are listening also get something from it. Is I know the importance of writing, and I have been wanting to make an earnest effort to write often, right? Mm. And I have a friend of mine that's asked me. He wants to be a writer, and I've given him what I think is good advice: is always be writing, <laughs> right? Even though I don't do it. Why, why would he ask you how to be a writer? Um, because I'm a designer and I'm a creator uh-huh. and I create on demand yeah, and I can okay. always create. That's valid. I was and, just curious about yeah. why, why he would think. So that's why he would think. My friend's come. a designer. I should ask him how to be a writer. <laughs> and I think he was just looking. I think he came He's to not me. not wrong. I, it was just curious. He came to me because I get things done and I do them. And right. So he's looking for like how I, I know how to write, but how do I write? Got it. Right? No, no, no. I know how to write. How do I be a writer? How do I be a writer? Yeah. You know? <clears throat> Love it. Because he was like, he would like wait for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, nope. so he... You gotta go so, so he became inspiration so he, by the gonads. So he became a waiter, not a writer. <laughs> he, literally? Like he was a waiter in a restaurant? No, like waiter. Like he was waiting, he was waiting. for inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, just, just write. Anyway, this is important to me and I want to... I want to get more information from you as to uh, writing in general, okay. right? Because I see you as someone who knows how to write and can write, right? I'm shrugging. Okay. So so that's when, when you write, right? The next question is, how do you write? Uh, start simple. Mm. So when before I'm doing a, a writing exercise or, or, again, as I said, a design exercise, I usually start with lists associations, um, bullet points and outlines. Mm. And then after I kind of get, after I get my point across in my bullets, it's like, if you think about like the latest article that you read on whatever blog, Mm -hmm. it's very likely that you read the headline, skip down, read the second headline, skip a few paragraphs, read a poll quote. You know what I mean? I do that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's really, (laughs) you know what I mean? (laughs) The way to read. So, um, that's actually how I write too. Mm. I write that way. And I, I, I think of like what, how do I step somebody through the logic of what I'm trying to get across? Mm-hmm. And I'll just write those bullet points down. And then I will flesh them out, go in there and write concrete details, supporting arguments. Mm-hmm. Basically just like middle school, you know? Yeah, you, you, just learn, blo- you just block out. It's, it's very, very simple mm-hmm. writing. And, and like... Um, I, I tend to flourish sometimes, but like the times when I just strip everything down and kind of write like Hemingway is mm-hmm. they're usually the most successful. What do you mean by write like Hemingway? Oh, uh, Hemingway is, uh, is famous for just like writing the most simple sentences, like, like removing all the adjectives you can, mm. like just kind of like if a, basically the, the goal is 
um, if you can give everybody like a, an education grade level, mm-hmm. like you have a, you know, a 12th grade reading level, you have a seventh grade, the lower you can get that, the better. Oh, right. So if okay. you can write for a third grader, it's going to be right better than if you can write for a seventh grader. Oh, cool. So yeah. there's this Hemingway app. I have it. I know you have it. I yeah. think you introduced it to me. I don't, I never use it. <laughs> <coughs> it does the same thing that your, um, that your IA pro does. Oh, IA writer. Yes. But IA writer doesn't tell me what grade level it is. No, no. Hemingway, Hemingway does, tell you a does grade. that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But I didn't know. I, I tried to get mine to a higher reading ah. level. <laughs> I didn't understand like, why that was there. I don't want stupid people to not understand me. <laughs> That's so, my goal. And so I was like... <laughs> Dang it, why is it still second grade? <laughs> second grade? You got it down to two? That's yeah, awesome. So I was like stuck at seven. I wanted to get it down. So so I was like, I kept pushing and pushing. I was like, the most I can get is ninth grade. And I was just like pissed off. I was like, like, How I'm, can I make this sentence super complicated? Yeah, I'm like, I'm such an idiot. I just want to use commas everywhere. <laughs> Do like I did not know that. I didn't know that that was the thing. Anyway. Yeah, the idea is to make it as simple as possible. Oh. Because you want people to understand it. Duh. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like books like, uh, you know, Something Something for Dummies sell so well. Right. Because everybody's like, I don't want jargon. I don't want complication. I just want to understand something quickly and simply. In its simplest form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the best communicators can do that. They can boil complex ideas down to simple concepts. Yeah. Like Neil deGrasse Tyson and Carl Sagan, right? Yeah. They take really, really complicated ideas like, like you know, like quantum physics yeah. and, and present it to you in a way that's not only like interesting, but like right. understandable and yeah. fun and yeah. you know what I mean? And cool. Yeah. Because if, if it were like a textbook, you wouldn't be interested and, and, and it would be, you know, you wouldn't make it through. It's too thick. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so you write always, yeah. anytime that you're start a project, you're, and then the manner that you write the how is you write uh, you start simple yeah. and then you try to boil down your communication once you block out into its simplest form well I mean ideally I, I really also appreciate beauty right and emotion so sometimes um, I'll go against the whole Hemingway ideas and, and I'll say no this needs a little bit of style your yeah. style I mean style is Hemingway is style, right? Yeah. Um, but but like, just like it, it needs a little embellishment. It needs a little bit of emotion. And I, I tend to like circle around a little bit. But like, but honestly, if, I, if I'm like critical of myself, whenever I do that, it's not as good as, oh. if, as if I'm just like trying to be as simple as possible. Oh. So like taking a, taking a long sentence that has like touching on a few ideas and then in the, in the end of the sentence like ends pretty well. Hmm. If you could just chop that down to like a strong two statements yeah like it's better you yeah know? no that's cool yeah cool next question for you okay why do you write uh, I, it's helpful to me to understand what I'm thinking about the topic mm-hmm. so um, if if I have a like let's say I'm at work and, and we have a, a question of you know our users are trying to accomplish this task and um, but they can't because of this reason. What what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. I'll take that and uh, and I'll like you know make a quick sketch or or write a, a few lists. Like who are these users? What are their what are their jobs like? You know, mm-hmm. like if you're if you're the community manager for a YouTube channel, like what are the pressures that your boss is giving you? Mm-hmm. What do you need to deliver to them to make yourself look good? Mm-hmm. And if I can write those things out pretty like. Um, intelligently like if i can speak to them knowledgeably knowledgeably then it's going to be easier for me to generate a solution for their problem okay and and you know just thinking about it is good but like putting it down on paper or a whiteboard or something that's concrete that you can like look at it and and have something to point to when you're discussing so if you're going in if so if you're like okay i think i've got a solution and then you go into you know somebody you're collaborating with on the problem and you say, um, okay, I think that these people are this and this, therefore this. It's a lot stronger if you can say, write it on the board and say, I think this is correct. Do you mm-hmm. agree? And like you have, you have something to point to. And they say, yes, I agree with this. Therefore, now that we're on page one together, mm-hmm. therefore, I think this and this and this. Because remember, and you point again, 
mm. to your persona. This is how I've defined this person. This is what I think their attributes are like. This is what their goals are. And then, I mean, that's just one example of, what was the question? How to write? <laughs> why, why do you write? And, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and so, your answer is you write for clarification. Clarification, but for me, but, uh, but also for other people. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then there's, the, there's the other kind of, I mean, that's like, why do I sketch write, right? Okay. So like, why do I quickly write something down, bullet point or outline stuff? Okay. But then there's like the idea of like, like why does Travis write a letter to 500 people every Thursday? Right. Like, what motivates me to do that? Let's go there. Let's go there. <laughs> um, uh, that, let's go. Oh, that's deep. I don't know. Like, um, I mean, I guess I know. Like, I, I know. Here's, here's a. It's hard to, like. Here's a second question, uh, like, part B of this question, and mm. this may help you uh, think about this, right? What does writing do for you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's very, it's tied to that. Yeah. So there is, when you do something publicly, right? When you make a podcast, when you do a YouTube channel, when you blog, when you write on medium, you send a tweet, Mm. you know, anything that's going to be published into the world, you just have to accept that you're doing it in part because of ego. Okay. You just kind of have to agree with that. Like, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> why what? Why agree with the ego part? Why do? You, why do I think I'm right? I, I yeah. don't. I don't know. Like, I, I just think that, like, even even if your intentions are altruistic, mm-hmm. even if I write something to help people, in the end, or not in the end, but like, there is a part in there that wants recognition, that wants feedback that wants appreciation mm-hmm. and I'm just being brutally like vulnerable and honest right here. Okay. And, um, that, that is a motivator, right? Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine, uh, writing something that you think is incredible and publishing it and nobody ever once reads it? Sucks. I, I can, I've done it a lot, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but compare that to, the response that people get when randomly you see somebody tweeted your link to an article you wrote on a medium and say, mm-hmm. this really touched me. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the objective of helping somebody is achieved and that was the primary goal, mm-hmm. it feels freaking great mm-hmm. to help and to, and to be, and to get that recognition, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know. I, so, so that, that's a part of it. Okay. And, when um so why do i send the notes i i think that i found myself in a position that i had an audience mm-hmm. because of my youtube channel mostly and um by the way i don't know if this is too braggy but 20,000 today what 20,000 subscribers two i'm applauding you're app- you're I waving your hands i just don't want to be really loud. Right, your, your meat paddles are flapping in the air no i'm not bragging i'm just saying like wow isn't this a cool thing yeah like I don't even know how to count that high, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's just cool. It's like, it's, cool. it's, you it's have a milestone. It is a milestone. You, mm-hmm. you hit 20 K on YouTube and, uh, you're encroaching that and you started your notes because you had an audience. Yeah. So I was like, you know, there's more I can do. Mm-hmm. There's more I can do to approach these people and give them a different kind of, um, so, so my YouTube channel is all about coding mostly. Right. And it, it goes in and out of personal topics and it goes in and out of like work ethic and, and, and like career advice, mm-hmm. but mostly it's about technical skills, okay. which is very, very surface, you know, but I feel that, and this is also one of the reasons that you and I started this podcast is that we have, um, not just technical skills, but we have a lot to give in terms of inspiration a career mm-hmm. advice, um, you know, like soft skills we can teach people mm-hmm. what we know about empathy and about, um, you know, learning and teaching and presenting. Like, there's a lot of soft skills that are that are not going to be on the uh, the resume, right? The, you're right. That are just, that are so flipping important that I think are even more important than technical skills. Yeah. But nobody really Google searches. How do I have empathy in web design? <laughs> no. No. So 
now that I've built an audience about that are Google searching, how do I use bootstrap framework? Mm -hmm. They are listening to what else I have to say. Mm. And now I feel like I'm actually teaching the important things right. about grit and about resilience and about awareness and about like making goals. You know, like these things I feel are more important yeah, than yeah. these technical things that I teach weekly. And the notes are really, a, really a, a, an opportunity for me to try to try to touch people on a personal level. Like I've had some responses. Uh, I think I shared one with you recently, and this guy wrote back. He replied to the note, and he was like, "I feel like you were writing to me personally." <laughs> yeah. And like that's such a great response, partly because of what I talked to before. Like it's really good, an ego stroke right. boost right there, right. but also like that's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to create a, a venue of uh, an opportunity for me to talk to somebody about th their life as if they're a friend like that and that's also mm -hmm. exactly the goal of traveling most late nights right yeah because we want to talk to each other very personally very intimately and invite people into that intimate setting mm -hmm. that's our that's our ultimate goal is to help our listeners to like get something out of it that will that will take that they can take into their lives and really improve it yeah and um i don't know am i am i kind of going off in different directions no this is good i mean this is late nights right yeah yeah it's, of course uh, we're ha this is you and i are having a conversation right yeah <laughs> different directions welcome but um yeah i think so so that's really motivating to me so that's motivating but what does writing do for you what does it do for you like is it just like an ego tap well not just i mean like i explained it's not just it, it is that and yeah and like when i say that and maybe i'm maybe i'm underlining that aspect of it too much because i try to be honest with people mm -hmm. and i try to be real if you mm -hmm. will i don't go like oh i'm just trying to help people and the world is full of altruistic intentions i, I really kind of think that everything in the end is selfish right have i, ta have I talked to that about that before no no in the end the root of all actions are selfish reasons i in the world if you look at it negative i think we have talked about this before. i i, I think that all relationships are based out of selfishness <laughs> and and that's okay yeah. like i'm perfectly okay with that yeah um if if like I even in our relationship like if you stopped giving me as as much value. more than i yeah the yeah we talked about value that's, oh, the, we talked that's about... the perspective mm. that we talked mm -hmm. that's the the framework in which we talked about this idea before Right now, I'm just talking about selfishness, but right. but value. You're right. So if you don't bring as much value as I need, right. this relationship will die. It will right. wither and die. Same right. with a marriage. Same with a friendship. Same with a working relationship. And the framework for those that are listening is, um, uh, you provide more value than you take away. Oh, what episode was that? We can re we can reference past episodes, you know, <laughs> bro, because we have a few in the archive now. <laughs> so that was um, mentoring. Uh, yes, How to Find a Mentor, Episode 3. Episode 3. Look at us with references and junk. <laughs> Where we talk about... Did you like the name of last of last week's episode? Right. Los talks about life and junk. <laughs> <laughs> Did you read the show notes? Wait, hold on. <laughs> Towards the end, I was just like... You should. Um... <laughs> Travis Los wants to fight you. <laughs> what does it say? Travis Los wants to fight you? <laughs> so we start... Los gets mad, inspirational, and junk. Travis Los sing... Travelers want to fight you. <laughs> Lowe's read some tweets or something. What was last one? Lowe's read some tweets or something. Corn dogs for everyone. <laughs> I was. This is like. So the podcast goes on on Tuesday night. I put it out on like a Tuesday one a.m. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like Tuesday at twelve, or well, the Monday night. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like an hour before it needs right. to go out. And I'm like, listen, trying to like move move the the playhead around and try to get some notes in there. And I'm like, I'm like, what are they talking about? Corn dog, whatever. <laughs> I just write it down. <laughs> Corn dogs for everyone. Corn dogs for everyone. I get somebody said that in the podcast, so I just wrote it down as a show note. Uh, so, um, so I asked you, what, I mean, what does it do for you? And in the construct of providing more value than you take away, is the root of all relationships are based on selfishness yeah okay yeah so i the reason i brought that up is to, is to kind of def, def, deflate a little bit of what i was saying a moment <laughs> ago because i was really focusing on this idea of it being super selfish reasons right but 
the reason that I said that it was super selfish reasons is because I was just pr- trying to point that out that that's definitely a factor without trying to be fake about it. Right. right. Okay. It, yeah. There's selfishness okay. involved in there. There's there's ego involved in it. Okay. There, how could there? How could it be any other way? Right. But in addition to that, there is very very deep personal interrelationship kind of uh, all, I guess I'll say it, altruistic mm. intentions. Right. Mm. Like I really really. In enjoy like like I'm floored, mm-hmm. uh, astonished even when the random advice seemingly that come out of my face and my fingers right. touch people, yeah, right to the core, yeah, and they say that like this has changed the way I work, right, or the way that I approach this topic, or even the way that I live, and right. and like I've ha- like sometimes I get these emails that are just like it's unreal, yeah, that. Because I have like a moderate opinion of myself. Okay. <laughs> I, like I think I'm all right. Yeah. But like I I think I'm a I'm think I'm a fake. Okay. I think I'm a was it like a charlatan? <laughs> I feel like a charlatan a lot. Mm. And um, recently somebody wrote me and they're asking about like like is this a good idea, Travis? Do you think this is a good career path? And I'm like, Whoa. are you joking me, dude? <laughs> like I don't know crap. <laughs> I am a fake. I'm a ridiculous person. But at the same time, whatever like ridiculousness I can squeeze out, like it's meaningful to yeah. people. And I'm I'm starting recently to accept that. And um I, I spoke earlier about the mentoring that I've been doing. Yes, right. you, in in an episode mm-hmm. I think this was your birthday episode. References. <laughs> references. Um Okay, so I've been, I, I talked about the mentoring. Yeah. One of the interesting discoveries for me about do, going through that experience of mentoring um, people of all different like ages and and like positions in life and like that have had different you know stories. Some of them are older than me and starting over. Some of them are younger than me and just don't know what to do yet. And you know, just like all these different different things, I I, I found out that that I do have relevant things to say. Mm-hmm. And because speaking to a recording device or a... Uh, camera. A camera, <laughs> which is a recording device. But like, I mean like typing out on a text editor. Oh, okay, okay. You don't get that immediate feedback. Yeah. And you think, you, you have that feeling of like, I just, this is the best I got. And, I, and it's probably really poor mm-hmm. work. Right. And, but when you can like talk to somebody uh, in real time... You have that feedback and you realize that the things that you can give are very valuable to people who have not had the same life experience mm. as you. And I'm not saying that I have more than anybody. It's similar to what your, your father was saying. Right. Are you human? Mm-hmm. What do they have that you don't have? I mean, anybody you know, that you meet on the street could give you really, really important insights to life. Mm-hmm. Anybody could do that. The difference between they and myself is that all of a sudden I found myself with a platform. Mm. And I have taken advantage of it and now I'm I'm able to peek into people's lives and give them whatever scraps of insight that I have and I'm I'm elated, surprised, but very very excited that people find it valuable. Mm-hmm. I think it's awesome. Thank you. I think it's awesome. Last question about you, Travis. Okay. Then we'll... <laughs> Last question, and then uh, and then we can talk about some other stuff. I haven't jotted down. Right. Is writing, um, how has it played a role in your life? Um, when I was a kid, I wrote poems. Mm. And I was actually... A, did you know I was in a rock and roll band? I knew you were in rock and ro- in a rock and roll band. I was in, I was in a few. Uh, heavy <laughs> metal rock. Like, like, like screaming and like punching stuff. Like basically if you went to one of our concerts, how, how old were you when you were there? Um, I started when I was 14. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I had, my older brother was into it. Right, right. Like we, we didn't call it heavy metal, we called it hardcore. So it was a mix between punk rock and heavy metal. Okay. It's different than what you think of heavy metal. Is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think... Like if you want to do a quick Google search, if you're listening to this and you're like, "What is he talking about?" Yeah. Google, uh, Google, like Converge, yeah. 
yeah. and Google um, Throwdown and Google like, and you're going to be like, ew, uh, <laughs> uh, Countervail and um, try also Adamantium, which okay. is one of my favorites, Adamantium. Okay. The first album, not the second. Okay. <laughs> so we're talking about how it played a role. What? We're talking about how it played a role in your life. And, oh, yes. And, so yeah. like, so I, I, uh, I was, we also talked about how it was a really, really mean and angry kid, right? Yeah, I think we've talked about how you... The show is very biographical. Yeah, autobiographical. I, think, I, think Travis has, I think Travis has talked about him being mean, and he's trying to be nicer. I'm trying to be nicer. Yeah, okay. So yeah. at 14, you're this pissed off. I was really angry. Yeah. I had a lot of like weird stuff going on. Anyway, and also you're just chemicals. You're like adolescence. You're just an idiot yeah. anyway. Yeah, you have chemicals. You have chemicals going on in your body. You're like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm going to sing a song. <laughs> yeah, if you went to one of our shows and you didn't walk out bleeding and we failed, <laughs> it was like, it was it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so so it was a big part of the early my early creative expressions too. So I, like before I was in rock and roll, I used to like write weird, dark poems mm -hmm. and uh like my my beginning um learning how to create web my first website was like a place where i would post weird old kid writings you know kids are like my soul is so dark right yeah. now <laughs> yeah. and, my, my, and like they could just make like this weird analogy like yeah. you know like mm, our souls are weeds that the weed killer is not killed yet and it's <laughs> choking us and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stupid kids anyway um and and I would try poetry, and I, was, I would also try long form uh, like writing stories and okay. things like that. Uh, and then uh, and then on to music, right? Writing lyrics and trying mm -hmm. to express myself uh, using rhythm and stuff like that mm -hmm. was 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 really interesting and kind of like a learning experience. Um, wrote a bunch of stupid lyrics, and then um, and then uh, you know journaling mm -hmm. has been a, has been a, a, an important part of my growth. Mm -hmm. um, what I like about what I'm doing now with notes is that I consider it a journal. Mm -hmm. So I don't journal anymore. Um, I, I write a lot of other stuff, so mm -hmm. it kind of just gets swallowed up. Mm -hmm. But but no but notes are really great because they're super personal. Mm -hmm. And I talk and I try to like like focus in on an insight that I had that week mm -hmm. and like really like try to explore it. Not only just teach it, you know, like I'm presenting something, but I but I within the note I explore ideas, <coughs> the personal ideas and, mm -hmm. and um, experiences and express them. That way, so um, yeah, it, it's always been a part. I guess now looking back, writing has always been a big, big part of what I do, and um, I'm glad that it has recently become a part of what I can offer as well. Um, yeah, like a, a part of my brand, also a part of like how people can can uh, gain value. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you've answered these questions because writing is important, mm. right? And I think everyone should write and should write often. Right, and I think that my goal and, and and the goal that I, if if you're important to me or you come to me and it's like, hey, what do you think about writing? The advice I would give is you should write every day. Yeah, right. Um, and that's where I want to get. I'm not there, right? And I read this quote that uh, that was that was uh, poignant to mm. um, what I wanted to unveil from talking to you right now is the point of writing is self-expression. Mm -hmm. Gathering an audience should be secondary. You cannot connect to other people without connecting first to yourself. Yeah, the, I mean that's that's right on the head. When when you're like, okay, let's move on. I was like thinking like, well, I didn't I didn't find a way into express a few ideas, and maybe I could just kind of blurt out a few things to you. No, so they're not really connected to me now. They're like more of the advice mode. Yeah, or kind yeah, of no, like what I've learned about writing in general. Mode. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's go there because uh, what I want to leave the listeners with is. You know, why do you write? Why does Travis write? Mm -hmm. You know, Travis is a creator. And we talked about that. Yeah, and then everyone everyone has their own reasons to when they write, how they write, why they write, and what it does for them. Right. right? And then how it's played a role in their life. And you can self-reflect and see. So so I want to talk, just, I mean, just, like, I don't want to overtake your show or anything. But no, I want, go ahead. I want to talk about not how to write, but how to be a writer. Okay. Right? So... <clears throat> So one of the nice things about my notes project is that there's a due date mm. and it's every Thursday and that's tomorrow. It's right. Wednesday tonight. Yeah. I should probably move that <laughs> because often <laughs> I'll, I'll come home from our late nights and I'll be like, oh crap. 
<laughs> and I have to stay up another hour or two right. to compose 200 words. Right. And and what's interesting about having a due date is that it does like it you can't escape it, right? It's set. And whether or not and what I liked about your quote was it said like gaining an audience is secondary. Mm-hmm. The first is self-expression, mm-hmm. right? Is that what I said? Self-expression. The, yep, the point of writing is self-expression. While I don't really necessarily agree with that, mm-hmm. to me, writing is more about the work ethic of um, I do it because it needs to be done and I am a doer. Mm-hmm. That's what I get more out of it than expressing myself, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like with uh, you know, flowers and junk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe it is, maybe that is a form of self-expression to say like, I am a doer, therefore I do, and, I, and writing is a part of what I do and I do it mm-hmm. on a de- deadline. So writing on a deadline is super important and I think publishing is super important too. So if you're going to, like, if you set up an arbitrary deadline for you, like, I'm going to write this thing every week, but you never give it to anybody if you never publish it, like, it's 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 not going to be as valuable as it could be. Right. Right? So even if nobody reads it, like, I published my my blog, those articles, mm-hmm. that, and I, I would design them so they would take a long, they would mm-hmm. be like a month or two, maybe each mm-hmm. article. Um, but I put, like, so much into it gusto <clears throat> and uh, and I would have friends proofread them and they'd be like why am I reading yeah, who's whatever and <laughs> and uh, oh and also I'm a horrible speller and grammar like yeah. I just I suck at it <laughs> yeah. but the, but what that's also knowing that is interesting because F that I publish right so if you are a subscriber to my notes you're probably going to read it and go what <laughs> why did he say oh he meant three why did he say the <laughs> like you know what I mean like yeah like it's it's gonna be you're gonna get some misspellings, right? You're gonna get some weird windy sentence structures sometimes, right. but I don't care because I'm a publisher, right? I do it and I put it out. And and if I was concerned about quality every time, or if I was like if I let that stop me, I would not be a maker. And that's what having a deadline does for you mm-hmm. is it gives you it, it puts so much pressure on you to publish that you will you will get in the habit of publishing. And, and whether whether your writing is a you know a newsletter mm-hmm. or whether it's uh, scripts mm-hmm. or stories poems whatever design mm-hmm. even write design mm-hmm. um, like the act of of publishing is so important like to just get that feeling you know to like to know what it's like a lot of people are paralyzed by fear I get I get this a lot especially when I write about fear a lot of people reply saying like oh, that anxiety really does cripple me. I wrote a few articles, one about fear, one about anxiety, and, and just starting like, on a blank page, you know? Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, this, is, this speaks to me. Like, like, the problem that I have with being able to get things done is that that blank page is so intimidating. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you can learn out of, you can, you can it's, it's like, I don't know. Like, do you think that a dancer was ever embarrassed? Yes. Absolutely. Do you think, like, an actor had to get over that fear? Mm-hmm. All of them do, mm-hmm. right? And they spend a lot of time and focused effort on getting over that, that anxiety, that fear, that block. And that's, that's what publishing on a, regular day, on a regular basis does now. And you can even translate that across disciplines. Yes. So now, like, because I've become into the habit of publishing over the past two years, I can dance for you right now. Yeah. I suck at dancing. <laughs> I sang a song for you today. Yeah. I suck at singing. I don't give a crap. I'm a publisher. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You did. You like, made. It's, it's, the, it's, the, uh, it's the posture. It's the approach. It's the habit of putting yourself out there and mm. being okay with ridicule, being okay with rejection, mm-hmm. because all of rejection across all disciplines is the same feeling, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're okay with that, and you're like you thicken up a little bit, mm-hmm. then yeah, I mean it works across all disciplines. So, so you're talking on how to be a writer, and you mentioned publish, hmm. publish and make, yeah, and, and set deadlines, yeah. Right? Like, uh, why do you? I mean, uh, can a writer? That never publishes be considered a writer? No, no they can't. Is it a journaler? Yeah, he's a journaler. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone, everyone's that list, that's listening, if you have a job, you have deadlines. And those deadlines are, I have to be at work. Yes. I have to show up. Right? Yes. And so, and you do that. Mm-hmm. And you just, it just, it's just part of life. 
right? Mm-hmm. And so if you treat writing or any creative process as a, and add deadlines to them, it just becomes ingrained into who you are. That's right. right? You, you have to think of it very blue collar. Mm-hmm. This is my job. This is what I do. Everybody who reads it is my boss. Even the people who don't read it mm. are my boss. Mm-hmm. The, the entire world is my boss. My deadline is my boss. And, you know, I love this. Um, I heard a long, long time ago this interview with a, an author, and I forget who it was or even what he wrote, but this always stuck with me. He's like, I finished my first book, and I was like, whew, relief. Right. And then I went to go see my mentor. And he said, well, great. What are you doing now? And he's like, well, I don't, I don't know. I finished the first book. I guess I'll just see how it, does, uh, how it did. And, and his mentor says, nope, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what you do is you wake up in the morning and you write. Yeah. He's like, but I don't like, have another book contract. He's like, I don't care. You're right. That's not what this is about. That's not who you are. That's not what you do. You don't write for contracts. Right. You write because you are a writer. Right. Mm. That's cool. That's super cool. Um, so I have these uh, four other four other points. Just want to know what you think about them. Yeah, let's do it. I was scouring the internet and I was looking for like just things on writing and preparing to to talk about this right. Mm-hmm. And it's important to me because just like becoming a better designer and moving to logos and branding, I've wanted to write more. And this has been a goal of, like six seven years ago. Right, mm-hmm. and I've just—it's just been on my mind for a long time, and it's just something that I've always tried to work on. Right? Yeah. And so I came out, I came uh, across this. I just want to know what you think. We write to be alive. We write to make a name for ourselves. We write to change the world. We write to discover meaning. What do you think about that? What was the first one? We write to be alive. We write to be alive. Um, I remember reading this uh, person talk about writing mm-hmm. and he was saying that he had a lot of writer friends mm-hmm. and he noticed that some of them write to live mm. and some of them live to write okay right and the difference is that in order to feel alive some people need to have this expression mm-hmm. and the other sec- section was that they would go into the world and try to gain experiences they would live in order to put something on a page to have them have some source material mm-hmm. and it's interesting and i don't see there's a reason why they can should be different or anything mm-hmm. but like it's an it's an interesting way to think about things like how did they say that the first one we write to be alive we write to be alive we write to be alive what do you think about it? what did you take from that we write to be alive we write to be alive um, what do I think about it? It's hard because I don't write to be alive. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's too flowery. Right. I don't think it means anything. Yeah, you I don't, write to be alive. I I write. What a, I write to make sense of the world, to make sense of my thoughts. But that's not the only way. What's not the only way? That's not the only way to make sense of the world. No, it's not. It's, it's super helpful. It's like a tool, right? <laughs> it's a tool. But like, if you need to dig a hole, the only tool is not a shovel. That's true. Use your hands. Yeah. You know, you use a backhoe. Yeah, we write to be live. I think it's meta, a meta It's statement. pretty meta. Mm-hmm. It's pretty meta. But I think the interesting thing about that is it it talks about writing being a part of a lifestyle. Mm. And I think that's what speaks to me, other than like the kind of like the flowery mm-hmm. of like, we write to be alive. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't really, I don't really jive with that. But yeah. the idea of like, Writing is part of my lifestyle. Mm. That makes a lot of sense to me. And, um, you know, as, as I kind of like opened up on this, this whole line of questioning with mm-hmm. is that writing is not necessarily ending with a story mm-hmm. or ending with a poem or ending with a newsletter. Mm-hmm. Writing is about discovery and you need discovery before you can ever feel that you have something important to say on any topic. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in a meeting, you know, you're going over the monthly budget Right. For whatever you need to kind of like sit down with a spreadsheet and write out some ideas yeah. like, like, what are the numbers? I'm going to write them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything <laughs> begins with writing and we write to be alive. I think that's too flowery, but the idea is that writing is a part of your life. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. We write to make a name for ourselves. I think that was going, that was talking about the ego, the thing mm-hmm. that I was talking about. Yeah. But it's, 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Sure. But, so, like, like that's not why I write. Mm-hmm. That's not. But it's a part of how it happens. As you mentioned earlier in this podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, the process. Like, to, what is it to make a name for ourselves? Mm-hmm. Make a name for ourselves? Whenever, if somebody thought of me, they wouldn't think of a writer. They wouldn't. Mm. No. Nobody no. would. Okay. But it's a process, right? Like, it's part of the process. Ideally, if somebody's like, what does Travis Brand stand for? They'd be like, this guy who is concerned about growth and and structure and process. Process is a big part of, of mm-hmm. what I think about um, being a uh, you know, professional, mm-hmm. right? I'm really, really concerned with professionalism and writing as a part of that process. Yeah. I'm down with it. Okay. We write to change the world. Yeah. Yes. Declaration of Independence. Yeah. The 99 Thesis, the, the everything, the Quran. <coughs> The hieroglyphics and the, pyramid, uh, the pyramids and Absolutely. Egyptian writing. I mean, communication is all about changing, changing improving, yeah. growing. Yep. So writing so, is a yeah. part of communication. And then we write to discover meaning. Yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, writing is a, is a great discovery tool. Yeah. It's not the only tool, right? What other tools? What are the other tools of discovery? Are there? Mm-hmm. Discussion. Conversations, mm-hmm. right? Conversation. Yeah. Um, meditation. Music. Drugs. Drugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't do drugs, but like I definitely respect them as a tool that mm-hmm. people use to gain like a, di- a different perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I was, I was uh, uh, there's this guy named Terrence McKenna. Maybe I messed his name up, but he's like a big uh, advocate of like psychedelics. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was talking about um, how, uh, oh, maybe it wasn't even him. But anyway, somebody was talking about psychedelics <laughs> and they were talking about the difference between taking some drugs and going on a psychedelic trip versus a guided psychedelic experience, mm-hmm. right? So if you're going to like do some mushrooms, instead of just go go for the experience, like, oh, I can, you know, like, <laughs> everything's vivid now. I'm having such an interesting experience. Yeah. Like, before you're going to do that experience, prepare yourself, you know, write down some goals, mm. select pre-select some music, you know, have somebody there who's not tripping so that they can like help you think about and discuss the right topics that you want to discover because there is a certain, I mean, and I don't have experience with this. Maybe I shouldn't even talk about it because I can't speak to it because I don't have that experience. But as I understand it, like there are a lot of tools that can like, that you can use for discovery. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of prayer and meditation. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of writing. I'm a big fan of discussion. Mm -hmm. And those are all tools that have been very real to me in discovering the things that I value quite heavily. Right. And they also not only discover what your thoughts are, but they help you kind of find people who uh, value the same things. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really important part about relationships, right? Yeah. You can share values and share experiences. I guess you could say that every relationship is the sum of your shared experience. Yes. So having a discussion about values, having a, having a meaningful discovery session with, with a companion is going to deepen your relationship. And, and that has a lot of value in and of itself. Cool. So let's end the show. Great. If you've wanted to be a writer, if you want to write, if writing has been on your mind for the last 7 to 15 years, I hope you got something from this. And um, here's a call to action to you. Mm-hmm. Write 200 words. I'm coming up with this on the spot. No! <laughs> write 200 words and go on Twitter and tag it as late night writing. You can't write 200 words on Twitter. Not on Twitter. What? <laughs> oh, this is what I meant. It was in my head. Write 200 words uh-huh. on Medium. Medium.com. Oh, you wanted Okay. Yeah, yeah. Medium.com. And once you, you find it, then just tweet us uh, with that link. Okay. And hashtag it late night writing. Late night writing? Yes. We have a hashtag now? We have a hashtag now. Late night writing. Late night writing. That's cool. Yeah. So take 200 words, go to medium.com or whatever, wherever you post or write. Or I promise I'll do it. I'll do it too. I, I promise I'll do it too. I promise. It'll In be... the next three days. Okay. I'll commit to that. See, a due date, right? A due date. That's important. Here's three a days. due date. Or here's a due date. Yeah. From the moment you listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. in three days time... Mm-hmm. Go to 
a place where you can write and and create a Dropbox links or some Dropbox link or something public. Medium. Use Medium. Use Medium. Free. Free. Medium.com. And hashtag it late night writing and tweet at Travin Lose. Hashtag late night writing. And and you know, like if you're thinking if you're hearing this and you're like, oh man, uh, you know, I'm listening to old episodes, so they're not interested anymore. That doesn't mean me. F you buddy, this does mean you. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Shut your face. <laughs> you you with your headphones on and you're like walking around. You're at your desk thinking, oh, I'm not Travis and Lowe's are just talking to each other. Not so. Shut up. Shut up. I'm talking to you. If we're, 150, <laughs> if we're 150 episodes into Late Nights with Travis and Lowe's, do it. Late night writing. You have three days. You have three I'm days watching you. from the moment you, <laughs> you listen to this. I know I have. Sorry. Hey, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to tell you to shut up. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Well, but I- shut up and write. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry. I love you, baby. You, you made me do this. You, why you do this to me? Shut what? up. It's not you. It's me. No, it's me. It's you. What? What? <laughs> we have an interesting relationship. Yeah. Me and this listener. Me and this listener. <laughs> Shut up. Can I watch? What? Them right? The relationship. Yeah. It's going to be on Twitter. I'm watching right because now. Because they're going to hashtag that shiz. Yeah. Late night writing. Hashtag late night writing. Okay. We've and done it. it. We've done it, and it's a, it's a link to your medium.com post. Yeah, whatever, but medium's free, and it's nice, so use yep. it. 200 words. 200. 200 words. And um, I'll commit to it as well. Maybe it'll be a grocery list of 200 items. But That's, that's a lot of items. <laughs> That'd probably actually be harder than committing to an idea, but whatever. <laughs> whatever makes you excited. Yeah, if you want to cheat, that's fine. If you don't want to cheat, it's all good. I'm just gonna list grocery items. And then what? Now. What we'll do on next on next week's episode is we'll open up with hashtag late night writing. Yeah. If anybody wrote, was that what you're saying? Yeah, but when they listen to this, they on, they'll only have a couple of hours. No, we 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 publish 24 hours ahead of when we record. Oh, so they'll be two weeks. What? No, they'll have they'll have 24 hours to write something. Oh uh, right, right. And we can check the we can check the hashtag before we start recording. So I want them to have an episode between this one. So next time I why? host why? Why? <laughs> why so much time? Because <laughs> I want I want this to just write. It's not it's not about and it's not about writing, is what I'm saying is that when we publish they'll have twenty four hours to write. Mm-hmm. And then tweet it to us and then Alright, alright, fools. If you want, I'm not us, joking here. If just you like want to, here. Right. If you want, I don't us, care if it sucks. I was trying to be nice, but Travis is trying to be. I publish. <laughs> just publish. So, like, we, it doesn't matter if it sucks. If it sucks, it's good. Yeah. Good. Good. So when you listen to Get, this, because you need to be ready for for like people not caring yeah. about it because yeah. nobody cares about right. it. Right. So when you listen to this, you have twenty. You have twenty four hours to listen to them. I care about you to write something on Medium and tweet us hashtag late night writing at Travin Loves. And what that'll <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs> and what that'll do? You choked on a piece of air. I, I I did. And what that will do, dear listener, is if you want us to talk about it or read it on air. Yeah, this is just for daps. This is just for daps. Yeah, you have three days. But you have three days, or this podcast will self explode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Booyah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but can I talk about where people can find us? Yeah, talk about it. All right. Uh, tweet your um, late night... Uh, tweet your hashtag late night writings. Late night writing. Late night writing to uh, at Trav and Lose. That's our Twitter handle. Or or talk to us at Trav and Lose for anything. So we love you and we'll uh, talk to you. I'm sorry about being aggressive. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I love you. And uh, let's say that the Twitter... The second thing is... Um, oh, uh, iTunes. Yes. So we have a new review. Can I read it to you? You can. You can read it. Okay. We like reading iTunes reviews because, again, we're stroking our egos. Oh, stroke that stroking ego. Stroking the ego on the, uh, the podcast. Live on air. On air stroking. I'm just looking it up. That's what... Um, you know you can uh, look up Trav on... No, that doesn't work. I thought you could do look up Trav. Okay, you can look up Trav space A, and that will get a, a podcast uh, iTunes result. Trav space. And there's 
there's a, a podcast called Trav and Friends, which I'm probably going to download soon. <laughs> but Late Nights with Trav and Lo shows up if you write Trav space A. And I think also it shows up if you write Late space mm. Night or space N. Anyway, um, let me read this review to you. You can cut out a lot of that if it was just rambling because I'm trying to make up time. <clears throat> okay, so here's a here's a uh, speaking of writing and contacting us and kind of supporting the show. If you want to, uh, you could leave a review. And um, here's here's one called a quality podcast. This oh. is number three. This is by Noah sixteen oh seven seven. Noah said, I especially like the advice on self-learning. Keep up the sincere podcast. Thanks, Noah. Thank you, Noah. He liked, that was your two episodes. 16077. Yeah, thank you. Remember I said how the episodes are good every other one? Yeah. He likes yours. Oh. So he's on the lowest track. He's on the lowest track. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you want to leave a, a review, what that does for us is it helps other people to be encouraged and supported in their choice to download this stuff and... Yeah, that might be nice. Yeah. Also, I think that it helps uh, iTunes rankings and search results or something like that. I'm it does. Sure. It does. If you leave, uh, iTunes has an algorithm for their podcasts, and um, the more reviews, the more traction we get. But mostly it's about the ego. Stroke that ego. <laughs> uh, is there a third thing? There's Tra- not. Travelnose.com. Mm-hmm.